2: Due to circumstances beyond my control, we're unable to bring you the play Alter Eagle as planned. I hope we'll be able to present it soon. You know, someone once said that one disease of mankind would never be visible under a microscope, no matter how powerful. The disease, jealousy. And that's our
1: story for tonight. Prelude to murder. But first, Frank Martin. What would you give to be able to breeze through your work and really enjoy your fun? Well, if you're short on vitamin B1 and iron, if that's why you're underweight, often feeling jittery and tired out, get ironized yeast tablets. They supply both vitamin B1 and iron. Their famous two-way help has benefited numbers of people who were short on these substances. So if you need more vitamin B1 and iron, don't wait. Get the one and only ironized yeast tablets right away. Start taking them tonight. And now? Lights out. Everybody.
2: It is said that for every word a man speaks, he speaks another word within his mind that only he himself can hear.
3: Yes? Yes, what is it? Oh, it's you. What do you want? No, I have not changed my mind. I said I'm not interested. I tell you I do not care if they offer me a million dollars. My orchestra will not play for those stupid pigs. Goodbye. Fools. Money, money. I think that is all... Uh, my Catherine. I wonder if she... Andrews. Andrews, come here. I beg your pardon, sir. Come here. Well, I didn't hear you. So you called? Certainly I called. My wife, has she returned yet? Sweet Catherine. Oh, no, sir, I'm sorry, sir. Madam has not yet returned. Where can she be? The street's wet, slippery. Didn't she say when she would be back? Well, speak up. Oh, no, sir. She apparently didn't expect you home so early. If I might say so, sir, I, I heard her mention something about meeting Mr. Smith at the art gallery. Sir. Smith. Smith, who's he? Smith? What Smith do you mean, Andrews? That young man, sir. That young artist. Young artist? I am old. Oh. That will be all. Very good, sir. Young artist. Catherine is young.
4: Alec? Alec, dear, are you home? She's here
3: in a moment. Catherine. I'm here, here in the library.
4: Well, hey, Alex, I'm so sorry I was late, but I had no idea you were coming home early.
3: No idea I was coming home early.
4: I hope I haven't kept you waiting long, dearest.
3: No, no, I have just returned. You had a good time?
4: Oh, yes, but I'm tired. Mm, this chair feels good.
3: Her arms outstretched. A young girl,
4: too young. And can I use some dinner?
3: Oh, dinner can wait. You were alone all day?
4: No. <laughs> My poor feet. That idiot David. David.
3: Cousin calls him David. Who is David, Catherine?
4: What did you say, dear?
3: David. Who is David?
4: Oh, well, that Smith, you know, the young artist we met at the Johnson's a few weeks ago. Young, young.
3: Oh, you have made friends with him?
4: Yes, he was here for tea last week, didn't I tell you?
3: Oh, perhaps you did. I don't remember now.
4: <laughs> He's such a silly young man.
3: Her face, how it is glowing. Her eyes.
4: Alice, why are you staring at me like that?
3: Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking of tomorrow's concert.
4: Come, dear. Sit by me.
3: Yes, the modest concert. Oh,
4: Alex, you're all tied up in. in emotional knots. Uh, but you are, dear. What you need is a vacation. Away from box office and orchestra and public. Perhaps even away from me.
3: From you? No, no. You mean you want to be away from me? Well, of
4: course I don't. I want to be with you, to take care of you and watch over you. Your
3: hand on my face. Doctor's hand, but the West.
4: Poor, poor, tired, Alex.
3: I beg your pardon.
4: Oh, yes, Andrews. What is it?
3: Something for you, madam. For me? The young man left it. for Mr. Smith. Smith? What does he want? What does he... Don't stand there, you fool. Give it here. Oh, yes, sir.
4: Well, it's my powder compact. How in the world did I ever forget that?
3: She was at his room since she left it there. No. No, it can't be. I must not think...
4: Is Mr. Smith waiting, Andrews?
3: Oh, no, madam. He simply left it with his compliments. His compliments. All right, Andrews, Go.
4: Can you imagine that, dear, leaving my contact? I gave it to him to hold for me, and then I forgot about it completely. Why is she explaining?
3: Why is she... Oh, yes, certainly those things happen.
4: I really had a good time. It was such fun. Fun.
3: They're young, together. Well, I'm pleased to hear it, my dear.
4: He's a very clever boy, Alex. He tells me he intends to make me like modern art, even if he has to take me to every art gallery in creation.
3: They're going out together again. No... Oh, Catherine, my dear, what you said before—I, I'm very tired.
4: I know it. Three seasons without a bit of rest, and now all that trouble with your concert master.
3: I was thinking, perhaps you are right—a little vacation in the south.
4: Oh, Alex, a vacation! I dreamed of that for a long time. Vacation.
3: (laughs) Uh, I can make it glow too. (laughs) We will be far away from
4: Smith. Mm. Smith. (laughs) Oh, David. David, please stop. Now, I can't laugh anymore. You
3: must hear the end of it. So Little Red Riding Hood said, What long ears you have, Grandmama!" And
4: the wolf said... Oh, oh the wolf said... The wolf
3: said... Oh, I...
4: there you are, you two. Oh, now, is that nice, David Smith, taking Mrs. Nadova off to the darkest corner of my conservatory? Well, I can't imagine what you two have been doing here. Oh, but it is romantic.
3: I've just been telling Mrs. Nadova about Little Red Riding Hood. Oh,
4: Oh, why, you naughty boy. What? Huh? Oh, but it's perfectly all right with me. It is romantic here. But don't let the maestro catch you. Please, don't say such things, Mrs. Crackle. Oh, why, now, now. You mustn't get angry with the little me. Well, I'm sure I don't blame you. David's just the handsomest thing. Uh,
3: you'll pardon us, Mrs. Crackle. Shall we go, Catherine?
4: Yes, please. Oh, you're not leaving. I'm sorry, Mrs. Crackle, but I'm very tired. But the maestro, what... But he told me he was calling for you. Yes, I know. Will you be so kind as to tell my husband I'll meet him at home? <laughs> I can't imagine what you two are so angry about. Oh, oh, there's Henry signaling to me. That man is simply lost without me when he comes to making a party a success. Well, I'll be back in a moment. I'm sorry, Catherine. Oh, it's all right, David. Mrs. Crackle's just a very silly woman with a very silly little mind. I'll
3: go get your things. No,
4: no, wait, David. I'll go with you. I should never have come to this party of Mrs. Crackle's in the first place.
3: That's Mrs. Crackle. It should have been Cackle.
4: (laughs) Oh, David. Well, that reminds me. You never did finish your story. Whatever did happen to your modernistic red riding hood?
3: Well, if the truth must be told, she took one more look at the wolf (laughs) and she said...
4: Oh, there you are, you two. I was afraid you'd already gone. I have a surprise for you. Here she is, Maestro. Alex. Oh, how nice you've come for me. I
3: got away from the rehearsal early.
4: Alex, you've met David Smith, haven't you?
3: Smith. What is he... Oh yes, yes, I believe I have. Glad well, to meet you again, sir. Sir wants me to look old in her eyes. Catherine, I, uh, I hope I'm not disturbing your plans by this early arrival.
4: Well, of course not, Alec. <laughs> your wife, she's, she's very angry with me, Maestro. Angry? I've got a very dark conservatory, and I do manage to blunder in there at the most inopportune time.
3: Mrs. Crackle. No, no, she cannot mean I. I do not understand you, Mrs. Crackle.
4: Oh, I don't mean anything. I, I just meant... Please, to... Mrs. Crackle. Oh, well, well I... You see, Alex, Mrs. Crackle's imagination is exceeded only by her good taste. I'm sure you understand what I mean. Good day, Mrs. Crackle. Thank you for the very interesting afternoon. Shall we go, Alex? Come, David.
3: But Mrs. Crackle... What did she see? What did she see?
4: That will be all, Marie. Good night. Oh. Alex? Alex, are you asleep yet? You called me, Catherine? Yes, I was wondering whether you were in bed yet.
3: No, no, I am not very sleepy tonight.
4: Oh, don't stand there in the doorway, dear. Come on in. You know, I haven't seen much of you in these last few days.
3: Catherine, so lovely, so young. No, it cannot be. Oh, Come, Alex. Thank you, my dear.
4: Now, you sit yourself right down here and tell me all that's happened today. Did you hear from Brodnoff? Are you going to do his concerto next week? Alex, you look so distinguished in that dressing gown. You really ought to wear it when you conduct a concert. Wouldn't that be a great sensation for the papers? The great Nadova conducts symphony in dressing gown with purple dragons on the back. Why is she babbling
3: so? What is she hiding? Oh, you look very happy tonight, Catherine. What did you do this morning?
4: Oh, the usual things. Shopping. And then, as you know, I went to that silly Mrs. Crackle's for cocktails this afternoon. Silly Mrs. Crackle.
3: She's trying to discredit. Why do you call Mrs. Crackles silly? You never had before.
4: I never had occasion to. But she really has more money and less brains than anyone we know. I've always enjoyed her silly prattle until today, but somehow I wasn't quite in the mood for her this afternoon.
3: Mrs. Crackle said I have a very dark conservatory. I do manage to plunder in there at the wrong times.
4: Well, Alec... Have you nothing to say? Uh, speaking
3: of Mrs. Crackle, I always thought you liked the woman.
4: Oh, I do like her, but after the foolish thing she said... Thing? Yes, David Smith and I were telling funny stories to each other in the conservatory. And the woman came along and she... Oh, well, it isn't important. It
3: is important.
4: Oh, you're hurting me.
3: Catherine. Oh, Catherine, if... If I should have a loose... Now, remember, Joseph, everything must be in order by Saturday. Our plane leaves at midnight. You understand? Midnight. Yes, Maestro. The luggage all is in order? Oh, yes, Maestro. Oh, by the way, Maestro, I I wired Washington this morning. Oh, so. Did you cable Schumann? Yes, Maestro. I said you would be pleased to accept his invitation to conduct the Philharmonic, and and that you expected to be in Buenos Aires, not later than the 1st of September. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, Joseph. Excellent. This is a little surprise for my wife. She does not know where to stop off in Argentina. So, surprises are good for wives, eh, Joseph? <laughs> but not for husbands. Why did you say that? What do you mean, Joseph? Well, I simply was making a joke, my man is hiding something from me. Smith, my wife. I do not like poor jokes, Joseph. I'm very sorry, my son. Why is the fool sorry? What is he thinking? What does he know? Is there anything else, Maestro? Huh? Uh, no, no, nothing at all. Uh, Oh, Joseph. Uh, Yes, Maestro? Why did you say... Did you mean... Oh, never mind, my car. Yeah, your chauffeur is... I'm waiting outside, I think, Maestro. Almost made a fool of myself, even if Joseph did know. All right, I go. (laughs) In a few days, thousands of miles between her and that... that smith, Catherine, you.
4: Come on, Alex. Don't look so shocked. After all, I'm only a wife calling for her husband.
3: She called for me. She does care. But, but, Catherine, I I did not expect you to call for me.
4: (laughs) Well, The unexpected is always interesting, isn't it? Well, home we go, Alex.
3: My suspicions. How foolish they have been.
4: Well, Alex, aren't you going to say something?
3: Oh, I... (laughs) I am so happy to see you. I do not know what to say. Here, I did not expect to see you until I reached home and then to find you waiting for me. Oh, my little Catherine. Next week, it will be like a second honeymoon. The two of us on the plane, the quiet days. Alex,
4: that's why I wanted to see you. Have you the tickets yet?
3: Uh, no. There was some little trouble about the reservations. Joseph will have them Saturday. Why do you ask?
4: Alex, do you mind very much if we don't go for another month? Not go. I want to stay in town for at least another 30 days. She wants to stay. It's Smith. That's me. I'm sure it won't be too difficult to change the arrangements. You see, Alex, I completely forgot about the orphanage. And I simply must be here for the charity drive. They're depending on me. You do understand, don't you? Orphanage. Smith. Alex. Didn't you hear me?
3: Oh, yes, yes, of course. I understand. We will make other arrangements.
4: Oh, you are good to me.
3: Good to you, good to you. I'm a good
4: fool. Why don't you say something, Alex? Are you very disappointed? No,
3: no, it is not important. We will go later. Uh, Catherine, I, too, have something I want to tell you.
4: Well, this is a day of surprises.
3: Surprise? Joseph said the husband, too, can be surprised.
4: Well, I'm waiting. What is it, dear?
3: I am buying you a little present. Alex! There, I made her forget him already. Drive to Tiffany's, my dear.
4: Tiffany? Alex Nedova, what are you up to?
3: Only yesterday I saw the most beautiful turquoise I have ever seen. It had the the bright blueness of your eyes. Catherine, I want you to have it. Oh, Alex. We will have it fitted into a ring and you will wear it upon your finger. And perhaps, perhaps when you look at it once in a while, you you will think of me or Alex.
4: My dearest Alex.
3: There, I made her happy. Oh, my Catherine, I'm an old man. There will never be another like you, and I I must not lose you to anyone. No, I must not lose you.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, suppose we take a brief intermission before we continue with the second half of our Lights Out story the story of a man consumed with an overpowering jealousy. Let's leave this tale of the mysterious workings of the human mind for just a moment to visit a perfectly normal American family. A husband is returning home from a day at business. And he says, Mildred, is supper ready? I'm as hungry as a bear.
4: Everything's ready, honey. My, it's wonderful to have you with an appetite and full of pep again.
3: You know, I must have needed more vitamin B1 and iron like you said. Since I've been taking ironized yeast tablets, I'm starting to feel like a new man.
1: Yes, friends. Lots of people who simply because they were deficient in vitamin B1 and iron were weak and jittery, underweight, and felt all in. Today, thanks ironized yeast for helping them gain glorious strength and energy and needed pounds. You see, when you don't get enough vitamin B1 from your food, you may lose your appetite, not eat all you need to keep your normal weight and strength. And when you don't get enough iron from your food, you may be weak and pale, feel only half alive. Pleasant little ironized yeast tablets give you more vitamin B1 plus more iron. So, if you are short on these substances, go to your druggist this very night and say...
4: A bottle of ironized yeast tablets, please.
1: And now, back to our lights-out story of... Prelude to Murder.
2: I tell you, I cannot stand him any longer. Wolf, 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 all the time. He is not a man, he's a bear. My
3: dear Glickstein, you must be patient with the maestro. You know he's not himself these days. Am I to blame if one day he goes on a vacation, and the next day he does not go on a vacation? I tell you, I am an artist, not a blacksmith. Did you hear him before? Well, yes. Glickstein, he barks. You are not a violinist. You are a fiddler. A fiddler, me, Maximilian Blickstein, who for five years was under the great Topkin himself. I tell you, Joseph... Shh, shh, shh. He comes, he comes.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please Joseph, don't tell him
3: I was complaining. Please, please. No, 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 of course. Uh, good evening, maestro. Uh, good evening, maestro. We, we thought you had left already. Heads together. What were I... No, gentlemen. No, I'm still here. Go right ahead, Blickstein. Ahead? Uh, yes. Well, stop at a very interesting conversation I saw you having with Joseph. I I, I, I wasn't talking. I, I, I mean, uh, nothing important. He's frightened. What was he whispering, Catherine Smith? Speak up, Blickstein. Why are you so nervous? What were you saying? to was nothing at all. He, he was simply inquiring into the uh, uh, state of health of your wife. Yes, yes, your wife. I, I, I heard she was not feeling well. I, I I was asking Joseph how she felt. It was, of Catherine. There I There's something about her I do not know. Yes, Maestro, that is what it was. Madame Medova. <laughs> oh, your sudden solicitude into the state of health of my wife. Touches me deeply, gentlemen. Good night, maestro. Good night, sir. Good, Good night. night, maestro. They begin to whisper about me behind my back. Everybody whispering. Catherine and that Smith. Operator. Operator. Why do you not give me my number? I do not care if you are ringing it. Someone must be... Oh. Oh, hello. Hello, Ambrose. Why, in the name of the devil, don't you answer the telephone? I have been ringing for an hour. Let me talk to my wife. She what? Well, where did she go? You must know. Now, tell me, where did she go? Well, what do I pay you for? Where did she go? Good evening, sir. Uh, Mrs. Madova, she's in? Oh, yes, sir. In the library, sir. Your head, sir. Uh, She's home. Where has she been all day? Where has that Smith been all day? Ah is writing letters. She's not heard me. What is she writing? If I could only
4: see. Oh! Oh, Alex! Her hand
3: covers the paper.
4: I. Uh, I frightened you, my dear? No, of course not. Why should I be frightened? I, I was a little startled, that's all.
3: She is frightened. That letter under her hand, if I could. Well,
4: writing letters, I see. Yes, it's just some silly correspondence. No, no, no,
3: no, no. Do not get up. Uh, finish your letter. Oh,
4: no, no, no. It's all done. Well,. How did the rehearsal go? The letter, home. Huh? Answer me, Alex. How was the rehearsal?
3: Eh? Uh, rehearsal? Oh, as usual. Your, uh, your letter. I will send Andrews out to mail it.
4: Oh, no, Alex. It isn't that important. Well, I'll go out and tell Cook to have dinner early today. I've got a little surprise for you. Something you like.
3: Good, good. The letter. She took it with her. Maybe on the desk. Maybe she left. No. No, there is nothing. The blunder. There's something on it. I will hold it to the mirror. The word is David. David Smith. The letter is to Smith. Smith. Young, young. I am sorry to disturb you. Don't disturb me, not at all. This is a pleasant surprise. Won't you come in, sir? Yeah. Ah, let me have your hat and coat. Cool. Keep your hands up me. No, no. I'm only going to stay a few moments. Oh, just as you say, sir. Won't you step into my studio? You'll have to pardon the looks of the place, but you can't expect much better from a man who lives alone. Alone, my wife. Oh, ah, there we are. You know, sir, this is the first time I've ever been alone with you. Course, I see Mrs. Magoma, you but... see my wife quite often, I understand. Yes. I don't know why she wastes her time with me, but I guess I amuse her. He laughs at me. Uh how about a drink? I must be sure that desk there letters. I said, How about a drink, sir? Uh, yes. Yes, that would be fine. Great. Have a chair. I'll be back in a moment. The desk. One letter. One letter. One letter, and I would know. What is this? A ring. The turquoise ring I gave her. She gave it to him. Oh, God, I lost her. No. No, I cannot lose her. Patience, sir. I'll be right out. I must go. Get the revolver. Then I must kill Maestro, what are you doing back here at this hour? Joseph, you you have a revolver? uh, You showed it to me once. Remember that Luger, your army revolver? Oh, yes, Maestro. Get it for me. Get it for me, I say. But but Maestro... A dog. I have to shoot a dog. Uh, I didn't know you had a dog, Maestro. My wife, she has a dog. I understand. Uh, And it is sick, huh? Is it a young dog, Maestro? A young dog. Mr. Nadova, where did you go? I came back with the drinks, and... Mr. Nadova, is something wrong? A revolver in my pocket. I said, is there something wrong, Mr. Nadova? What can be wrong? Oh, I'm glad to hear that, sir. I, Well, when I came out there before and found you gone, I couldn't imagine what had happened. I never saw a better disappearing act in my life. Surely you will stop laughing. Do you mind telling me what happened? I was called away. Well, you're not going to disappear again without a drink, are you, sir? This time I'm not leaving so quickly. We will finish our Business? Business? Well, that word sounds foreboding. Why do I stand here talking to him in the gun in my pocket? I'll take your coat if you don't mind. <laughs> this time I'll hide it so you won't get away so easily. He's young. Many women would love him. He should have left her to me. What'll it be, sir? A bullet between your eyes. Did you uh, did you say something? I didn't quite hear you. Drink with him. Why not? It will be his last. Whiskey and soda. Oh, fine. Yeah. Here you are, sir. It's not very good whiskey, but it's all I can afford right now. Next time you call on me, I expect to do better ring in You expect to do better. Aren't you going to drink it, sir? Drink? Yes. Yes, I shall drink. To death. And I'll drink with you, a toast, to your beautiful wife. Your, your glass. I'll kill him now. I'll... Mr. Medova, what's wrong? Your face It Open the door. Let her in. Her? You fool don't stand there. Let her in. Well... How long do I have to stand here in your doorbell? Catherine. Catherine, I have a
4: little surprise for you. Alex, what in the world are you doing here? Her lover. She will see him die. Alex, you're looking so strangely, darling. Don't you feel well?
3: I think you ought to sit down, Mrs. Well,
4: Alex, what's wrong? Here, sit down. Alex, you're not well. Why didn't you come straight home? Her hand's on me,
3: lying Water,
4: David, get some water. Yes. Alex, what is it? Shall I call a doctor? What's wrong? He comes
3: back with the water, standing over
4: me. Oh, Alex, say something.
3: What? What does it say?
4: David, hurry up with that water.
3: I'll be there in a second. In a second, he will stand over me. The bullet must not move.
4: Hurry, David.
3: Yes. Yes, hurry, David.
4: Poor Alex, I'm so glad I came here to David. If it weren't for that ring, I never would have come, and I'd never have known how sick you are. Ring? Yes, the turquoise ring, dear, the one you gave him. (gasps) Tell me. Well, the stone loosened in the setting, so I asked David to take it down and get it fixed. And then I stopped to get it. Oh, David, bring that water. She
3: didn't give him the ring, I was wrong. I was... Here, Mrs. Medova, drink this. Careful,
4: David, you're spilling the water Oh, I'm
3: sorry. Wrong. Wrong.
4: Wrong? What's wrong, Alex? What are you saying?
3: You do love me, Catherine. You really love me.
4: Oh, Alex, if anything should happen to you, I... Well, David Smith, don't stand there like a fool. Go get a doctor.
3: She calls him a fool. She loves
4: me. Oh, Alex, you're trembling, you are ill. Oh, my darling, if I hadn't come here this afternoon, you all alone with that bungling, David, it's awful to think of what might have been... Alex, the river. What.
3: What. Might have been.
1: Well, Mr. Obler, what might have been?
2: Potent words, Frank. What might have been? Say, for instance, that someone had given that unhappy little Austrian house painter named Adolf the job of painting a roof. And he'd fallen off and landed right <laughs> on
1: But <laughs> I see what you mean.
2: <laughs> Frank, would you like to hear about the bees and the flowers?
1: Well. All right. In just a moment. Friends, if you're underweight, run down, unable to eat as you should, and if vitamin B1 and iron shortage is all this to blame, try ironized yeast. Now, there are cases where these conditions may be due to other causes. If in doubt, consult a doctor. But if you simply need more vitamin B1 and iron, remember, ironized yeast tablets cost but a few pennies a day. And you don't risk even those few pennies. For ironized yeast is sold on this money-back basis. If you don't begin to eat better, to look and feel stronger, peppier, and more alive... The cost of the first bottle will be refunded to you in full by Ironized Yeast, Box I.Y., Rawway, New Jersey. And now, what says Mr. Ober about the bees and the flowers? Well, once
2: upon a time, there was an old man whose greatest pleasure in life was to take his neighbors on a pleasant little Sunday trip to the woods nearby. He'd explain to them all about the bees and the flowers and the birds. But one day on his course in nature study, the birds and the bees were
1: forgotten but as usual, that's next week. Yes, tune in next Tuesday again for Archobler's story, Nature Study. And if you need more vitamin B one and iron, be sure to try ironized yeast. You'll know it instantly by the yellow and orange package and by the big letters IY on the container and on each tablet. <laughs>
3: White shoe season, but it's never too soon to start caring for your white shoes to keep them in good wearing condition. So clean your shoes with EnerGene Shoe White. It's made with the very whitest pigment obtainable, only the very whitest. It spreads over shoes easily, dries evenly, helps keep your shoes looking their whitest and best longer.
0: bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm